You're listening to Pombo and Peter's Picks, the home of your favorite sports betting podcast, presented by The Daily Goat. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pombo and Peter's Picks. I'm Jason Pombo, joined as always by Peter Alves. Peter, I get the pleasure to talk to you earlier in the week this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm already pissed off. I read the show notes. Oh, we're escaping a uh, certain topic. No, I forgot about the uh, one signing. One signing a week. So. Yes, Peter. So again, as the the joke goes, every show is not a Pombo Peters picks episode. Without some NFL talk, we only have one talking point uh, to bring to you, and it's Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Odell finally uh, inked with the team. He inked with the Baltimore Ravens. He signed a one-year deal, uh, $15 million guaranteed but the contract can be worth up to $18 million. So it's $3 million in incentives. So Peter, what was your takeaway when Odell is going to go to Baltimore? To me anyway, it came a little bit of a surprise. I felt like a lot of people thought he was a lock to go to the Jets and that did not come to fruition. Yeah, it surprised me because uh, it was a one-year deal. I thought he was going to get at least two because now he's going to have to do this whole crap over again. It's going to the Ravens. So what, like... Trace McSorley or whatever the backup is. So maybe they can uh, give Lamar Jackson to stay for OBJ. This is what happens to Ravens because uh, the Ravens wait too long to sign a receiver in the first place. Yeah, I will say, I think there is a better chance Lamar Jackson ends up staying in Baltimore than last week. Uh, I think the Odell Beckham addition makes the Ravens case to keep them a little bit easier. Odell and Lamar are clearly friends. Uh, Lamar actually put, an Instagram story of him and Odell FaceTiming. So I, I think that probably is a good sign if you're a Ravens fan. Uh, and if you're a believer that Lamar Jackson is going to resign with the Ravens or at the minimum play under that $32 million non-exclusive franchise tag. So I, I think if you're a Ravens fan, or I think you got to be happy about this. Odell Beckham, uh, it's a one-year commitment. You know, if he's not the same player, you can get out of the deal after one year. Uh, and it, again, it gets your quarterback, uh, You hopefully your quarterback, in the mindset of coming back to Baltimore. And it finally gives him a legitimate receiver. Um, of course, he's had Mark Andrews over the last couple of years, who's a dynamic tight end, but he really hasn't had that skill position player at the receiver position that's really taken the top off the defense. I know Marquise Hollywood Brown was there for a couple of years, but uh, to me, he was a little overrated. Uh, he didn't move the needle as much for the Ravens. But again, you add you add Odell Beckham here, uh, and I think that's a good fit. Yeah, they still uh, need a receiver, though. Oh, yeah. They still need another one. They added Nelson Aguilar, too, in the offseason. Again, not going to do much, but I wouldn't be surprised if they took one in the draft. Um, I was reading that, I believe it was, uh, or was it? It was Jim Nagy. He runs the um, Senior Bowl, and he, I guess he spoke to multiple NFL teams, and he said most of them only had one first-round grade uh, for receivers. So there could be a lot of receivers that sort of fall into the middle rounds. Is he your guy? Of course he's my guy, yes. Yes, JSN baby, Jackson Smith and Jigba. We love him. <laughs> that's not how you pronounce it, but that's okay. Yes, it is. I nailed it. I know. I nailed it. But um, I think if you're if you're with the Ravens, I think you got to be happy about this. I think this is a complete W. And I also love Zay Flowers, Peter. He's also my guy from Boston College. So those are the two guys I love. There you go. Yep, two of them, Peter. There you go. Zay Jones. Yep. And um, no, not Zay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ah, you're killing me, Peter. That's all I got on the NFL, Peter. That's all I got. All right, so we're making a pact. Whenever the draft is, 
That's the next time we're talking about football. You, what if the Rodgers trade happens before then? I don't care. What if the Cardinals trade the third overall pick? He's, well, you can't. I'll read about that in your article. Not cool, Peter. Not cool. Okay, I'll stop talking about the NFL, and I, I guess that's fine. But, hey, all right, one more thing, actually, before we hesitate. If you're the Jets, are you a little worried now that no Aaron Rodgers news? Odell Beckham doesn't end up in New York. He was on Aaron Rodgers' quote-unquote wish list. I mean, a worried? A, a little bit, I guess. I mean, they have to have a back plan in their back pocket, right? They, I mean, they are going all in. Nathaniel, they even signed Aaron Rodgers' backup way before Jordan Love, right? Yeah. So, yep. I don't know. Put all the eggs in one basket. I said this a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to stand by this. If he is not traded before the NFL draft, that you should panic if you're a Jets fan. That seems to be the line for me because then it's, I don't know, that 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 to me would mean that things aren't necessarily going to bode well. All right, but that's all I got, Peter. Odell to the Ravens, my guy Jackson Smith and Jigba, Flowers. Those are my two receivers I love. All I got for you, Peter. All I got for you. All right, let's move on to some NBA. Would you, you want to do some NBA, Peter? We love NBA. It is NBA playoff season. The real sport we should be talking about. All right, yeah, let's get into it. So uh, the regular season is officially over. Um, the last regular season game was on Sunday for every team. And uh, again, we talked about uh, the standings last week, but we'll just kind of go over them officially. Not much has really changed. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, of course, got the number one seed. The Celtics got the two seed. Philadelphia 76ers got the three seed. The Cavs got the four seed. The New York Knicks got the five seed. The Nets got the six seed. And then the playing tournament, which we'll talk about later, uh, the matchups are going to be the Miami Heat versus the Atlanta Hawks and the Toronto Raptors versus the Chicago Bulls. So uh, while the Bucks and the Celtics wait to see who their first round opponent is, the 76ers are going to play, are going to face the Nets and the Cavs are going to face the Knicks. So, of the matchups that we know about, Peter, uh, which one is, are you most looking forward to seeing? I wanted to cheat, but uh, if I had to go with that, the Cavs and Knicks just by default, because I think the Nets have no chance. Cavs are a upcoming shout out to Noah, kind of nailing it. Yeah, sorry, he said that, but he said they'd be a one seed. He did say the one seed. He said the hard older, but like Cavs, I think are a year too early still, but maybe they can make some noise. And then the Knicks, I was gonna go a cop out answer, but. The Celtics heat, but you know. Yeah, no, I, I, you can't say that one, Peter. I wasn't letting you say that one. Um, but I agree with you. I think it's the Cavs and Knicks. I think that might end up being the best first round matchup of either conference. I think the Knicks and Cavs, who they play two different styles. Um, the Cavs, you know, they shoot the ball, um, shoot a lot of threes. The Knicks are more defensive based. Sure, they have some star power in Brunson and Randall, but I think the Knicks Cavs is going to be the best first round matchup. I think that's going to go seven games. Uh, and, the other matchup, of course, the Sixers-Nets. I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers swept the Nets. So uh, that's about it for the Eastern Conference standing. So let's talk about the play-in tournament, right? So this is the second season uh, that the play-in tournament has been established. And is it the second season? It might be third at this point, or whatever it is. Uh, another year of the play-in tournament. I like it. Peter doesn't. So according to DraftKings, these are the odds. So um, for those four teams, two of them are going to make the playoffs. So the Heat are minus 750. The Hawks are minus 310, the Raptors at plus 235, and the Bulls plus 600. So in case you forgot, uh, the Heat are going to play the Hawks 
if the winner of that winner of that game is going to be the seventh seed, the loser of that game is going to play the winner of the ninth seed versus the tenth seed, which is the Raptors and Bulls, uh, and then the winner of that game will be the eighth seed. So, for example, the Heat and the Hawks, uh, they will have two opportunities to clinch a playoff berth. The loser of the Raptors Bulls game is eliminated, and the best the Raptors or Bulls can do is an eight seed. They can't get to the seven seed. So let's break this down, Peter. Seven seed Heat versus eight seed Hawks. The Heat coming as four and a half point favorites according to DraftKings. Who you got? All right, hard over or hard cover by the Heat playoff. Jimmy's gonna come back. He's got to redeem himself. He's got that Michael Jordan in him. If you know, you know. And I think the Hawks are the most mid team I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I don't think Trey Young can get it done. They've been hovering five hundred. I've seen it all over like ESPN and stuff for like months now, which is absolutely crazy. But I, I like the Heat here. Their experience says it for themselves. Yeah, I'm gonna agree, I'm gonna agree with you here, Peter. I like the Heat minus four and a half. I think the Heat are clearly the better team, despite the fact that they haven't had a great season. They're not as good as they were last year. They have a lot of flaws on that roster. But the Hawks, defensively, they're an absolute no show. They weren't able to put things together, and I wouldn't be surprised if this offseason they look to sell off some parts because it's not fitting together. John Collins, who did they trade? Who did they trade for? They, they, Sadiq Bay. I feel like he didn't even help. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much a role player. He hasn't necessarily fit. Trey Young's not playing any defense whatsoever. Uh, him and DeJounte Murray have not been a combination, which I envisioned it to be. It's kind of been falling flat. Uh, John Collins is frustrated. He wants the ball more. He's not getting the ball more, and the Hawks are a mess. They made an in-coaching uh, adjustment. They brought in Quinn Snyder, uh, formerly the Utah Jazz, and that really hasn't done much. So I like the heat here at minus four and a half. And honestly, Peter... Uh, I don't think the Atlanta Hawks are going to advance to the playoffs. Oh, spoiler, but yeah, I'm, I'm very down on this Hawks team. So in real life, right? You should yep. have a ticket for the Raptors to make the playoffs and the Bulls to make the playoffs. Correct. Correct. You'll make at least plus 35. <laughs> Correct. But knowing that I just said it, that will not come to fruition. It's true. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the other game, the nine seed versus the 10 seed. The Raptors are five are five point favorites against the 10 seed Bulls. Um, both teams underachieved this year. I believe you were very high on the Bulls, or maybe it was last year. I don't know. One year you were wicked high on the Bulls. Yeah, two years ago, you know, when Lonzo first came there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, both teams, I guess, underachieved. It looks like Raptors head coach Nick Nurse is, could be on the way out. Uh, and the Chicago Bulls, who knows what's going to happen with that roster. They have some flaws. They weren't able to get some things together. So who do you like in this one? Uh, reluctantly, I think the Raptors. I think the Bulls can play no defense. Raptors can't either, but I think the Raptors can score. I think the Bulls are the definition of mediocrity. I think the Bulls are going to get the number one pick next year. Wow, so. you're, very, you're very down on the Bulls, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. To be honest, I don't want 8, 9, or 10 Hawks, Raptors, or Bulls to win and make it through, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm going to go opposite They're going to all get – sorry. They're all going to get demolished yeah, in the book. yeah. They're all going to get swept or five games at, at most. I'm going to go the opposite, though. I'm going to take the Bulls plus five. Reason being, I think the Raptors have sort of quit on Nick Nurse. Uh, sluggish, not playing any defense. Um, the last couple games that I watched, specifically the game against the Celtics, where a game that they absolutely needed to sort of get a shot at that eight seed that just did not show up. Um, I know they have a lot of talent on that roster, but they just haven't been able to put, put it together, and I think they flat out quit. I like the Bulls here plus five. I think the Bulls went out right, to be honest with you. Uh, again, very, 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 very low on this Raptors team, which means they win by 45 points. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we'll see. So we'll see how it goes, Peter. Uh, hopefully we get some entertaining 
games here. I hopefully they're not blowouts or anything like that. That would kind of suck because that kind of takes the juice out of it. Well, if you want to see entertaining games, just go to the West. Yeah, that's true. And that's a good segue, Peter. A plus. Let's talk about the Western Conference, Peter, a conference that is a lot more uncertain than the Eastern Conference. So the Nuggets ended up hanging on, getting that one seed. The Grizzlies have the two seed. Sacramento Kings have the three seed. The Suns have the four seed. The Clippers got the five seed. The Warriors hang on and avoid the play-in tournament as the six seed. And then your four play-in tournaments. Four play-in tournament teams are the Lakers as the seven seed. The Timberwolves as the eight seed. The Pelicans as the ninth seed and the Oklahoma City Thunder are the 10th seed. The Dallas Mavericks did not make the playoffs. Um, which they got Kyrie. Reed. Yeah, Kyrie or uh, whatever you want to call it. An absolute L from epic proportions. So the first round matchups that we know in the West uh, are as followed here. The Sacramento Kings are going to play the Warriors. And then the Phoenix Suns are playing the Clippers. So I think they're two good matchups, to be honest with you. Which one are you most looking forward to seeing? So, like, the Suns Clippers, they, they got star power all the way around. Uh, Kevin Durant, obviously going to a new team. Clippers might be able to get it done. And then, like, the Kings and Warriors are interesting, too, because nobody, nobody had the Kings as a three seed. Nobody. Not even if Noah. they did, they're lying to you. Yep. So, I want to see if the Warriors, obviously, a six seed, but they got all the playoff experience in the world. So, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, the Suns and Clippers would have been my pick if Paul George was healthy, but Paul George looks like he's going to miss the entire series, and I think that's going to really hurt the Clippers. The Clippers do have some depth, but the Suns, since Kevin Durant has came back, they're like 8-0, and uh, and so I'm expecting the Suns to win that series pretty convincingly. But the Kings, Warriors is the one I'm excited to. The Warriors underachieved in the regular season. They were 11-30 and on the road this season, a historically bad road team. Uh, at home, they were awesome, of course, 33-8, and but Again, they were barely able to stay alive getting out of the play-in tournament. And you're playing a Sacramento Kings team that are sort of playing with house money. Nobody expected them to be there. They have some young talent. Uh, and so I think that's going to be a matchup I'm looking forward to seeing. Are the Kings for real? Or they did they just overachieve in the regular season and they're just going to lose to the Warriors? So I think that could go uh, either way in terms of how their seasons go. Because if the Kings lose in five games to the Warriors, sure, the Kings are going to be happy they made the playoffs and all that, but I think they'd be pretty disappointed. And if the Warriors lose to the Sacramento freaking Kings. Put that on your bank card. And yeah, play. exactly. Nobody had that. I might actually bet $5, $10 on the Kings and just ride them till they're dead. Because I'm pretty I, sure they're like, I don't even know what the odds are. I, I I read it earlier. I think it's like plus 500, to be honest with you. Oh, that's, oh. I could be wrong, but I I thought it was around plus 500. Uh, and let's talk a little bit about the uh, Western Conference play and tournament matchups. So... It's going to be the Lakers against the Timberwolves, Pelicans versus the Thunder. So we'll start off with the seven seed versus the eight seed. The Lakers are seven and a half point favorites against the Timberwolves. And a reminder, the Timberwolves will be without Rudy Gobert, who punched his teammate Kyle Anderson. Did you see that video? I'm sick of Rudy Gobert. Yep. That's, so a, that's, some good, that's a good trend. That's a great trend. I'm so sick of him, honestly. Like, I'm not even talking about the whole, the whole COVID thing back in 2020 where that whole thing started but um just how first of all we all know the Timberwolves overpaid to get him like you just said get five first round picks stupid as all hell when you already had an all-nba center in carl anthony towns made no sense to me and then just how the way rudy gobert kind of has carried himself this year it hasn't been great and he got suspended for this game and i think that speaks volume to how the Timberwolves sort of feel about him they're willing to sacrifice this game or willing to play without him in a 
it's again, it's again, it's not a like a win or go home game for them, but it's a huge game. You know what I mean? So who do you like in this one? So I like the Lakers, even if Rudy Gobert was playing, the Lakers are so hot right now, and they're eight and two in the last ten. They're lighting the world on fire. LeBron, oh, LeBron James is probably on his revenge tour in part like eight. And don't be surprised when the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals again, because they're they've gotten hot. I wish their, I wish their odds were way because they're plus seven hundred. There's no way, but like, dang. Yeah, they've gotten hot. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm also gonna take the Lakers, uh, and minus seven and a half. They're healthy. They're playing some good basketball down the stretch, winning eight of their last 10. And they're facing a Timberwolves team that is clearly disjointed, clearly not on the same page. And this game wouldn't be surprised me if it was a complete blowout. And the Timberwolves are a team that had some higher expectations. You know, like we just said, they gave up a ton of draft capital to land Rudy Gobert. Carl Anthony Towns wasn't healthy this year. Of course, Anthony Bennett's there. And it just did not live up to the hype for this Minnesota Timberwolves team. Again, like we said in the NBA preview show, I think with Noah and Carr, this isn't 1996 anymore. Having two bigs does nothing, and I think that was proven this year. And I like the Lakers, and I like them to win big. All right, let's to, let's turn to the other game. The nine-seed Pelicans are five-point favorites against the ten-seed Oklahoma City Thunder. The Pelicans are without Zion Williamson, who looks like he is going to miss the remainder of the season. Oh, no, shocker. Shocker. Uh, And they're facing an Oklahoma City Thunder team that I guess we'll call it overachieved. I know there were two games under 500, but they've been lottery bound for the last, what do you want to call it, five years. Uh, Very low expectations, but it looks like Shea Gilgis Alexander is a star. Josh Giddy looks like he's going to be a star. And they look like they're a team on the up and up and... Again, I think it's a year too early in terms of them making noise, but they're here and they'll get some playoff, again, uh, experience. So who do you like in this one? It is too early. I have the Pelicans reluctantly. I think Brandon Ingram is going to go absolutely mental in this game. Go hops off to the Thunder, though, because they own everybody's pick for the rest of their whole lives. And as you said, Josh Giddey is going to be a player. And watch Alexander to win the MVP next year. Ooh, you're making predictions here. I'm taking the Thunder. Thunder, a fun team playing with low stakes. Pelicans, of course, without Zion. I know it's nothing new for them. Zion's been out for practically the entire season. His whole so career. I, yeah, I don't think that makes too much of a difference from that standpoint. But I like the Thunder here. I think if the Thunder can score the ball, with Shea Gilgis-Alexander is a star, like you just said. I'm going to take the Thunder here. I don't know if they'll win the game outright, but I think they'll cover. I will be, be rooting for that, though. I might bet that in real life. Just yeah, I think it. it'll be a fun game. Uh, the Thunder, a fun team to watch. So uh, I'm going with them here. Uh, and something that I forgot to mention off the top, um, for the Western Conference, uh, the teams that we were just speaking of, uh, to make the playoffs, the Lakers are a whopping minus 2,500, followed by the Timberwolves at minus 300. That seems high. And then the Pelicans plus 330, and then the Thunder at plus 600. Plus 300, minus 300 for the Timberwolves seems extremely, extremely uh, too high. I think that's pretty fair, though, because they got to win. So. they got to just win one. That's Pelicans true. and Thunder have to win twice. That's true. Uh, and the Lakers, it seems like a virtual certainty yeah. that they are uh, they're in. I mean, if the Lakers don't, if they somehow do not make the playoffs, that's a colossal failure on epic proportions. Well, no, that means, come on, the NBA is not going to let that happen anyway. I mean, if they lose to the Timberwolves and then hypothetically the Oklahoma City Thunder, <laughs> e- good luck, LeBron, dealing with that one. That is a tough one, Peter. E- let, let that happen? Cool. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. Any uh, Anything else in terms of... Uh, NBA stuff. So the 
first round of the playoffs are all going to start Saturday and Sunday. So that'll be fun. So next week we can kind of dive into how the matchups are have started off after games one and two. So I'm excited for this NBA playoff run. It's a fun two months of basketball. And the last, I don't know, two to four weeks of the NBA season has sort of dragged with, especially with teams that had nothing to play for. Speaking of which, did you see I got boned in fantasy hoops? Oh, did you lose? Dude, I lost. And the reason I lost. You I can't lose the Dylan. Listen, listen. The Photoshop not- master. Oh, every time the Red Sox win, are you going to Photoshop? He's going to run out of ideas, kids. He's, he's, gonna got, run right, ideas. he's not running out of ideas. I, I know what's in the I know what's in the back. He's got oh, some. Really? Yeah, he does. But I'm not making an excuse for myself because we uh, – and he said that he said the same thing again. No excuses. Shout out to Dylan for winning our fantasy basketball league. But a big reason why I lost was the last week uh, – I'll read you my – for Sunday, right, Peter? These were the guys on my team that didn't play. And this happened all... Oh, you have Jalen Brown, though. That doesn't... I had Jalen Brown, didn't play. DeJounte Murray, didn't play. John Collins, Josh Giddy, Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Maxi, Jamal Murray, Laurie Markram, Paul George, Bradley Beal. They all practically sat the last week, so I lost. So that's what happened, unfortunately, oh, for me. But, yeah. yeah. So Dylan sort of, like, he sent me a text. Or, uh, I think it was, like, a Twitter DM, and he was like, He's like, yeah, next week I think I'm going to change it to make sure the regular season, uh, to make sure the playoffs ends before the last week of the regular season because a lot of stars didn't have anything to play for, whether they were out of contention or they're clinched. So I got screwed with that. But, hey, it is what it is. I guess live and learn. But, yeah, I was pretty upset. Damn, out $100. Dude, I know. Out 100 bucks, and my team was a complete wagon. You know, I, I won't be able to replicate that next year. That team was insane. That team was absolutely stacked. That team was so stacked. And I actually, like, I was... I was dedicated. I was stupid, like, Dylan. Why does he have to win? No, like, the Photoshop machine. Here you go, Matt. Listen, I'm not gonna roast Tua and that bum ass for like months. My new blood is on Dylan. You're gonna shift gears to Dylan. Dylan's got some good ones in the works. I've seen a couple in the archives. Well, I, whatever you want to call it. That's pretty. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. I'm worried he's gonna get uh either a fatigue to run out of ideas. Well, lucky for you, the Red Sox. I don't think are gonna be very good. So it's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears to the NHL, Peter. Uh, similar to the NBA, the NHL playoffs are around the corner. This is the last week of the NHL season. Uh, and the Bruins, Peter, our hometown Bruins, just broke the NHL record for most regular season wins in a season. And they are, I believe, two points away from having the most points in NHL history. Uh, pretty remarkable. I think the expectations for the Bruins were pretty uh, pretty low, to say the least. Uh, I know to start the year, they had a lot of injuries. Uh, and look, new head coach and all that sort of thing, they didn't miss a beat, and they turned into one of the best regular seasons in NHL history. Another one you did not have in the bingo card. The Bruins nope. breaking the record for most wins in an NHL season. So I know we haven't talked much hockey lately, but overall, did did you see any of this coming? No, because I said they're going to struggle out of the gate. No McAvoy, no Marchand. Yep. And yeah, I mean, they're playing with house money. They better win the cup. They're not going to, and then all the Boston fans are going to get pissed because it's just going to be a sad season once again. I fully expect it to not happen. When it if it does happen, I'll be like, hell yeah! But like, I totally expect it not to happen. They seem like a wagon. I know everyone's sort of fearful. Everyone remembers what happens in 2019, especially in Game Seven at home. But this team is a complete wagon, and they're healthy heading to the playoffs. Uh, I don't know, Peter. I know it. I don't want to. I don't know. I know everyone seems to be doom and gloom around this team, but well, you have to. You've seen it every single. Year. I, I get it. Every I get it. But nothing, nothing has showed me to this point that they have really. 
that they have cause for concern. Like there hasn't been a stretch. They've won what? 65 games in an 82 game season or 63 games or whatever it is. 61. And they've lost 12 times. Well, exactly. Crazy. It's an unthinkable number. And if they lose in the first or second round, that would be a complete, complete failure. So, well, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Expect that to happen. Yeah. So, Peter, let's take a look at the odds to win the Stanley Cup here. The Bruins, of course, are favored at plus 350, followed by the Colorado Avalanche at plus 650, then the Oilers at plus 800, followed by the Hurricanes plus 1100, Rangers plus 1200, Devils plus 1200, our Golden Knights at plus 1300, the Lightning plus 1400, and then the Stars plus 1500 to name what was that, top eight, nine, whatever it is, 10. Yeah. I don't even know. So uh, again, those are I guess the tupper, uh, the upper quartile of uh, odds. Is there anyone there outside the Bruins? Because we're we're gonna put the Bruins to the side here. I will tell you the Eastern Conference will win the Stanley Cup if it's not the Seattle Kraken because they're amazing. They play defense. They play have all what were their odds? I didn't say them. I did not oh, write that one down. Yeah, you. If they. They can win the uh, cup, I think. And then the Oilers, just because they have Connor McDavid and the other person that I should know, but I don't know. And they are renaming their team the Edmonton uh, McDavid's. Yes. Not he's really. gonna. He's, he's about to get 65, 65 goals. I yeah, he's going to get paid. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to yeah. pass Wayne Gretzky. Just kidding. But yeah, I mean, Seattle, Kraken, or the Oilers. And then on the other side, obviously, anybody. I think anybody on the uh, East could win. And not not even well, except the Islanders, because you know. So the Kraken are plus four thousand, Peter. Yeah, I mean they gotta get through the Colorado. That's probably why. But like, if they can win that, anything can happen in the playoffs, and then they can just ride them. Listen, ask Matt. You better have a Seattle ticket. That's all I got. That's true. Matt Matt did uh, attend a Seattle Kraken game, but we also attended a Vegas Knights game, Peter. So we could come back right in right in our face with that one. That's true. Um, again, the NHL playoffs—they're not like you know what I mean. It's sort of—it's unlike the NBA where a lot of things can happen. It's sort of like March Madness in a way. Um, again, with that being said, I still love the Bruins here. But outside of the Bruins, I like the Avalanche at plus six fifty. But again, I know what you kind of said earlier that the Eastern Conference is more of a gauntlet compared to the Western Conference. Um, hmm. Devils plus twelve hundred doesn't seem too bad. The Lightning at plus fourteen hundred, they have pedigree, but I don't know if they're the same team that they have been the last couple seasons. Uh, like, but again, I, the goaltending for them yeah. can't be denied. So I, I am hyped for Toronto, Tampa Bay because with the Bruins being a juggernaut for like five six months or whatever how long that was, Toronto's known they had to face Tampa for like three and a half months, which is absolutely funny. Yeah, so, like obviously they've been repairing, and I you got to obviously be Toronto and not. Be the team that uh loses to or loses to Toronto in the first round. They haven't made the second round in like twenty three years or something stupid. That's a huge hockey market. That's pretty crazy to really fathom. They've been choking for the last. I don't like, think they've two decades. hoisted a Stanley Cup since like nineteen ninety seven or something. It sounds probably right to me, but no, you're right, Peter. You're right. Uh, like the whole country of Canada, not even just Toronto. <laughs> It's that long, huh? Yeah. Jeez, it's pretty sad. But maybe that changes this year. I don't really foresee it. I'm not as high on Edmonton as everybody else, or maybe you are. I know it's it's McDavid, and that's about it, but it's difficult. You know what I mean? So um, not, no denying how good of a player he is, but 
I wouldn't necessarily bet them, if I'm being honest with you. I think there's some better value with teams like the Lightning, that sort of thing. I will tell you for sure who is not going to win. Calgary oh. Frames, if you know, you know. Ah, you know, shot zero. But you know what I'm looking for? <laughs> you, you know what would be uh, the best matchup, Peter, for Stanley Cup? <laughs> Calgary and Bruins. Calgary and the Bruins? No, no. That'd be the second best. The best matchup, Bruins Knights. Yeah. No, you don't think so? I mean, look, with Bruce Cassidy and all that, I think that'll be a lot of Actually, fun. Actually, yeah, I didn't even think about Bruce Cassidy. Yeah, you bring yeah. in the Cassidy element, that would be a lot of fun. Me, you, TJ, and Matt are going to Vegas? Or... Yeah, right. The Bruins to lose in Vegas in Game 7. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, they had a whole mic. So in Game 6, they'll lose, and that'll be it. L. Anything else in the NHL you want to talk about, Peter? Again, NHL playoffs rapidly approaching. Uh, and probably when we record next week, the playoffs will be starting up. The President's Trophy winner hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 2010. Good on you, Bruins. Curse is going to break. Yep. If you want to even call it, I don't even know. It's not really a curse. It's only been 12, 13 years. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not 40 years. Best team years. in the regular season hasn't won a cup in 13 years. That's the, that's the thing. Famous sport that, that happens. It doesn't. College basketball. Fair. Fair. <laughs> fair. fair. College fair. basketball. That, that'd be, that's my answer. I don't actually, I don't remember the last time. A, college, a number one college basketball team won, like like number one AP poll and all that sort of thing. So, I think it's similar to that, that um, that way. All right, Peter, ready for five questions? Unless there's anything else you'd like to get out of your, uh, get out here. Anything on the Red Sox? Rip to Adam Duvall. Yeah, rip to Adam Duvall. Helped my case, but uh, I'm not going to say that, even though I, I already said that. that. I'm actually, I'm actually very surprised you just said that. Why? It helped my case. That's true. Uh, less, gra- less graphics. Still need uh still need pitching. And yeah, that's about it. Uh is a hole at shortstop. Is it five errors now? Yep, six, seven errors or something stupid. You know it makes no sense to me. Speaking that, uh, of, we had a all-star shortstop and you just let him go away. Of course, that too. But the Red Sox are gonna bring up Bobby Dahl back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looks like he's gonna get some time at shortstop over Jared Duran, who Jared Duran must be really, really bad because it would make so much more sense. You know, to sort of just put Jared Duran in center field, but the issue is, Kike's been so bad at shortstop, they're going to move him to center field. You know what I mean? It's just been if Kike could play, and Kike's not even hitting the ball well now right now either. He's batting no, one forty. Yeah, he's one night. So yeah, and that's not good whatsoever. But Duvall has been the lone bright spot for the Red Sox. I don't want to say lone, oh, but he's Ever. been Devers, of course, too. Uh, but he's been a complete bright spot. I think he's second in the MLB in RBIs. He's number one in OPS. He's batting like four hundred couple home runs. He's been great. So missing him is going to be very, very difficult for this team to overcome. And I think it already had issues as it is, clearly. But, hey, they were able to sweep the Detroit Tigers. So. And they're facing the uh, 10-0, 11-0, whatever they are, stupid. 9-0, uh, I think, right? Yep. And uh, yeah. just keep on rolling them, Rays. Yeah, they have a tough schedule coming up. They have the Rays. I believe they have the Guardians coming up. The Angels coming up who are off to a decent start. Oh, nice. Cool. I could be wrong. But... All right, Dylan. Because I'll make a lot of graphics. He's got them ready. Really has them ready. So after they have Tampa, of course, like you just said, yeah. Then they have the Angels, and they have Minnesota, Milwaukee, and Baltimore. Then the Guardians. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe we'll get uh, Otani at Fenway. I don't know how that's gonna all go, but love me some Shohei Otani. You know, again, one more thing before we get into five questions. Jeff Passan was on ESPN, and they were asking about Shohei Otani's future contract, and he thinks it could be range obviously with years up to 600 million dollars 
between 10 to 13 years. Yeah, I told you. He should start at like $50 million because he's he's one of the best pitchers and one of the best hitters in baseball. Yeah, and you know what? For most cases, I shouldn't say most cases, but some cases, a lot of different players like to go with the – I shouldn't say a lot. Maybe it's the different sports and stuff, but but some would rather do like lesser years if it's more money. But if I'm Shohei Otani, I take the the years and the money because we don't know how he's necessarily going to age. It's obviously a lot on his arm. Pitching, hitting, all that sort of thing. So take your 10 years, 600 million, because you're set for life, man. <laughs> Who's going to give you that, though? Um, The Dodgers, the Yankees, baby. I, 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 I'll tell you what, Peter, I'll give you a wild card. The Seattle Mariners be my wild card. It's a good we'll one. see how that goes. Yeah, that's my wild card. All right, ready for five questions? Is it my turn or your turn? I can do it. Okay, I'm ready. All right, question one. Since Mario came out, everybody go see Mario. Who's your favorite Mario character? Mario. Why? That's such a basic answer. Okay, I'll pick another one. No, 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 no. That's fine. Okay, okay. Number two, what's your favorite Nintendo game? I used to like the baseball one. Oh, Super Sluggers? Super Sluggers. I used to kill it with Bowser. I used to be my guy. Yeah, that, that game was a lot of fun. Mario Soccer is another classic. Um... I know everybody loves Smash, but those are the two that I definitely prefer. They gotta redo the baseball game on Switch. It's I thought they redid game. it, no? No, that was a soccer one. Oh, okay. The soccer one was great. Number three, since every video game nowadays is becoming a movie, what video game do you want to see as a movie? Um, hmm. Dang, you can't think. These are your rules. I know, I know. I'm trying to... Because there's been so many of them. I mean... Did they do it? They did Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. They did that. They did Mario now. Hmm. Damn, this is a tough one. I mean, they even did a Tetris movie. Jeez. Again, I'm not a huge video game guy, so I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I mean, so they have that Jedi Fallen Order game. You can mm-hmm. make that into a movie. You can do that. Yeah. Can do that. Question four: Have you heard, or are you gonna watch the NFL? Do you know how the golf had the NF, uh, the Netflix special thing? Yes, I saw an ad for. I don't know if we talked about this or not, but like Patrick Mahomes and stuff is gonna be on the Netflix show. Like, yeah, wow, we did. We we briefly wow. discussed it. Marcus Mariota is gonna be on it and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, am I gonna watch it? Yes. Did you even have to ask that? That was a waste of a question. Well, I don't. I don't know. Mac Jones is on it. I don't know. He's not on it, correct? Yeah, that that takes some value off for me, but I will still watch it. I'm curious about Marcus Mariota because I want I want to hear about that guy because that guy is feels like there's a lot. Well, that was probably when, when do you think it was not filmed? Like when do you think it was over? Like before all the crap? Even before the the stuff with Atlanta, when he was in Vegas, there were rumors that a lot of teams were sort of turned off because um, he was just willing to just be a backup behind Derek Carr and not necessarily. Like, he would rather take more money to be a backup than less money to be a starter. So, that worried teams, I guess, reports. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it. And question five, how was your Easter? My Easter was good. How was Slash yours? did Isabel make her cookies. Isabel did not make her cookies. Oh, my God, I'm going to have She <laughs> did not make her cookies. She They made, Justin and her made, like, a cake. It was all right. Ask, when you record bow socks, I don't think you recorded bow socks, right? Okay. Ask Justin how the Oreo pie was. The Oreo pie was. Why was it bad? 
He'll tell you the story. Oh. Yeah, it was great, but that's not the, that you'll get it. No, <laughs> okay. All right, Peter. Thanks for asking me the questions. I got you next week. Uh, next week, get into some NBA playoffs. Um, NHL playoffs rapidly approaching. Maybe Peter will get some more uh, posts about him on Twitter if the Red Sox win. So yeah, but I was at I was at WrestleMania. I was at the Masters. Where else was I? Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. Yeah, of course. Come on. Yeah, that was a, that was an easy one. But no, Dylan has some more coming your way if the Red Sox get some W's together. So everyone follow Dylan's. What's Dylan's Twitter? At DJ Sarv twenty one. At DJ Sarv twenty one. Follow. Ooh, and at, and I was with Ed Cooley. Oh yes, you were with Ed Cooley. Oh, I didn't even see that one. I missed that one. He told me he was gonna post it. Oh, that's awesome. He told me he was going to do that one. That's great. That's an awesome one. So, again. Even though, Dylan, you suck, credit to you to uh, think of all these ideas. Oh, yeah. He's got plenty of them. And Dylan does a great job on CTW. He does a great job on with UFC. And awesome. Love to see it. Shout out, Dylan. Shout out, Dylan. All right, Peter. Well, uh, enjoy the NBA playing tournament. It's almost NFL draft time. So, get ready for that, Peter. Yeah. Stay hot. Stay hot.